With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Oh my God, this summer, I just want to be sitting somewhere in the sun, reading a book all summer long. And I know that's not the reality, but I'm going to build this fantasy in my head and Macy's is going to help me do it. Do it. I'm going to get a caftan. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I need you in one of those giant straw hats yes. that says Bon Voyage. Easy. Guys, check out Macy's.com for new bathing suits, beach towels, even floaties for the kids. They have all the poolside and beach essentials that we need for our summer and yours too. Shop at Macy's.com or in-store. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. First of all, you don't know me. <laughs> We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl. cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. Guys, welcome to another episode of drama queens um we just watched the worst episode so far let's just oh. cut cut to the oh. chase 
I need wine. Yeah, listen, we're yeah. all opening bottles of wine because it's too we much are drinking. to bear. This was episode 16. It was called First Cut is the Deepest. And it's a deep, nasty cut. I'm embarrassed that this is the episode we had Cheryl Crow come on. Like, she Me had to too. have read this script. Oh, we were oh. so excited when we saw the title for this episode because we're like, yay, it's the Cheryl <sighs> Crow episode. Uh, it aired March 2nd of 2004. The synopsis is that Nathan must choose which parent to live with after Dan and Deb's divorce. And Lucas meets a newcomer who has deeper ties to Tree Hill than expected. Um, this is going to be a long pour, friends. Hold on. Yeah. Yep. Incidentally, we are drinking our Fitvine wine. Thanks, guys. Huzzah. <laughs> so this, yeah, this was an embarrassing episode. Um and we got a lot of information that we'd been looking for, but boy, did we have to did we? sift through did we? some sh- We got one. We got one piece of information we'd been looking for, and we got a lot of repeat exposition. <laughs> yeah. This was like an entire episode that could have been condensed into two scenes, I feel like. There was nothing new. Yeah. We didn't learn anything new. It was dripping with misogyny, as oh. Sophia said, <sighs> while we were watching uh, the episode. And... Um, we we introduced this new character played by Emmanuel Vaugé, who we all love. She's Steph, so fun. Yeah. But it was just seemed kind of so random. And then, of course, we learn at the end um, that she's Jenny's mom. But that piece of information plus the Deb piece were really the only things that we got out of this episode. It's so strange yeah. to me. Oh, and the Dan, the Dan and Keith contract thing. Yeah. That yeah. was so just like blip. We'll, we'll get yeah. into all of it. Um, I... I have trouble with this episode so much, and we're going to get into it. I think it's important to remember it was 2004 at this point, and the rules for what boys did on TV was very, very different back then. So Mm -hmm. so for all the people out there that are like, no, you're making fun of Lucas. First of all, he's terrible in this episode. But (laughs) second of all, (laughs) we are looking at this through a lens of 2021, and we are grown-up ladies, and we are allowed to just wag our finger at this because it is gross. So let's let's get into it. This felt to me like the height and and it, this was, as you said, Hillary, this is the height of trying to compete with Gossip Girl and the OC when they were on the air. Yeah, this was deep was OC. There was a lot of like, salacious. Yeah. Um, there was, it seemed like maybe not a lot of effort put into the dialogue, um, which was frustrating. You can tell in the first uh, scene when we're all in the quad, and I think none of us are really, I'm not committing to my dialogue. I'm like, I'm going to say these words because if I don't say them, then we've got to do it again, but... Yeah. They're so clunky and weird. And it's like, Mm. yeah, it was just a strange scripting. I mean, listen, everybody, for you guys who are listening along and you're like, I don't want this to be a downer. I don't want to just listen to you guys complain. I get it. I don't want to complain either. So we're going to find our nuggets in here. We're going to find our golden nuggets (laughs) and the things that we love. Are we going to go mining? Let's go. Let's Let's go go mining. mining. (laughs) But, you know, it it is important to acknowledge when something was not up to snuff, like not up to standard. And um, and it makes us appreciate the moments that were great on our show yeah. so much more when we can compare it to um, <laughs> moments like these. This is a dud. <laughs> it's really true. And I think there's really something to that. Like, you know, we, we watch the episode and then we always take a snack break 
in tonight's case, it was a let's all grab a glass of wine break. Anna quesadilla. <laughs> Anna quesadilla. Don't <laughs> I forget. Have curry. Oh, no, I was joy before you came back. I was telling Hill that I, I the episode was so terrible that I just stress ate my whole dinner we while we were watching you. it. We watched you. I was like, huh. <laughs> um, but it's actually really funny because I, I ran in the other room and Grant was like, how was it? And I was like, it's the worst episode we've done so far. <laughs> yeah, by far. <laughs> if there are any fans out there that think that episode 16 is their favorite episode, like, please, please tell, tell us. us because I don't know why. I've never heard anyone say that they love this episode. Um, I would like to talk about Deb. The best performance of the episode. The great. best. She was great. Hands down. Yeah. I was really bothered that this was her big secret, that she that she fell in love with another man while she was married to someone who is abusive, narcissistic, um, t- just torturing her mentally, emotionally, constantly, using her son against her. You know, we've seen Dan's behavior. Mm-hmm. And the fact that as a human being, she would get... Um, uh, she would have have a need to be loved and adored and all the things that she deserves as a grown woman and that she would fall into that with someone else naturally. I mean, I'm not excited that anyone's marriage is falling apart ever or an affair or anything, but the fact mm. that, that that was the idea of her big, scary, dark secret mm. when he's just so awful to her. I don't know. I, I, help me. Talk me through this. And that they wrote it in a way where it was the thing she could never reveal mm-hmm. right. because she would be the bad one, not mm-hmm. the abusive husband who's right. financially controlling, who, by the way, has almost, if not definitely, cheated on her before. Yeah. Like, the idea that it would make her unlovable, she'd be shunned. Even even the way that the writers wrote Nathan's dialogue mm-hmm. after the reveal. Nathan's response. Yeah. Oh my God. Saying you are the reason dad is like this with me. You caused him to torture you me. Made you made dad abandoned act like me. this. When we saw Dan's whole family, we saw, we saw the episode with Royal. We know yeah. where he comes from. We get it. And the fact that, oh, heaven forbid, a woman cheated. Right. She, ugh. Excommunicator. Right. Listen, y'all heard me in the last episode. I don't care. I don't like yeah. <laughs> an affair. No. I'm cheering on a Deb Scott affair because one, it's her taking her future into her own hands. Um, what really bothered me is how Barbara played this really well um, because Beautifully. she walked into the room with Nathan and was terrorized by the idea yes. of having to admit this. And so what yeah. that informs us is when Dan found out that she was leaving him for someone else, he threatened her so mm-hmm. severely that she panicked and came back, you know, like mm-hmm. this was done in 2003 in a time when yeah. you could divorce your husband and still have custody of your child, whether that's yeah. shared custody or sole custody, whatever. Um, but whatever he said to her when she announced, mm-hmm. I love someone else was enough for her to be so scared. She came back and she said it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She said, when I realized I could lose you, yeah. I came back. Why would she lose him? Like, that doesn't make any sense. But, no. you know, in whatever way Dan would do what Dan does and threaten her and say she was an unfit mother and tell lies about her. Like, we've seen him do it already. That's why yeah. Nathan's living with him. She wasn't willing to lose Nathan. And, and then for Nathan to say, for them to have written, let's clarify, this is the writing. Yeah. 
for them to have written that Nathan's reaction is all of this is your fault. Ugh. Like, oh, I didn't like it. It, it. it really, to me, I was like the, the reek of misogyny so gross. in this. It's so gross. Hey, if this is a triggering storyline for anybody that's listening, if you're in a bad mm-hmm. spot, there are resources. And the mythology mm-hmm. that like, you'll lose your kids and that your life is over and you're a scorned woman, you know, like all of that's bullshit. You know, there are yeah. great resources out there and all you got to do is Google them, um, find your safe space, but it is always better to choose safety and happiness mm-hmm. and joy. And I hate that Deb didn't do that. And now maybe some of her behavior in the later seasons is making sense because we're seeing mm. the trauma unfold. And I didn't mm. recognize it as a younger viewer. Me either. I didn't mm-hmm. know that that is what happens in marriages because I was a kid, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, Lucas, by the way, gets to, and look, I'm sorry. I know you guys don't want us bagging on Lucas, but look, it's good for a character to have an arc. And right now his flaws are glaring and that's okay. But what bothers me about this whole scenario is on one hand, we're seeing Deb who is, feels deeply sorry about this. And she's, you know, trying to figure out, trying to find her way in life. And she's in an abusive relationship. Let's make no qualms about that. And then we've got Lucas on the other hand, who's been playing the field with both girls and uh, gets to kind of get off scot-free. Yeah, they're mad at him, but like his mom is all like, oh, it's okay, don't worry, everything's gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, oh, and he gets to take home a cute girl from a bar and like mess around with her and have fun at the carousel. It's so double standard. This episode is the boy fantasy. It is absolutely Ugh. the boy fantasy because yeah. Yeah. Dan, his control over everyone is on full display in this episode. He's got control over Deb. He's got control over Nathan, giving him the car. He's a, where's my thank you? He's got control over Lucas, because I saved your life. Where's my thank you? And he's got control over Keith now. Yes. And so that's his fantasy. And then Lucas, from the first scene that we see him like run into Brooke, and he's like, we didn't mean to hurt you. Like, first of all. We? We? Bro, Peyton was saying, no, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) You you pick her at her most vulnerable when she thinks her dad is dead and like get her to admit, okay, yes, I like you. What do you want from me? And then convince her that your soulmate's like, it's gotta be us. And then you drag her into the best friend fight. I just, I, I own Peyton's mistakes, but like, it's a hard one for me to swallow when he's like, hey man. It was me and Peyton this whole time. We were just, you know, plotting against you. Sorry. Well, and I think what's hard to watch, you know, because like you said, when we were kids trying to figure out how to do this, we were going to work and doing the things written for our characters. So I was like, you're both betrayers and this, that, and the other. But watching it now, I feel for these young girls in in a... <sighs> In like your older aunt who you asked the questions to that you never would ask your mom. Like I have that kind of energy for all of these girls. And my God, it makes me crazy that we didn't see at the time that what was happening. And again, guys, we, we have to separate anybody's like, you know, personal adoration of the show from what was written for us to do. Yeah. And the writers wrote a very long and very toxic and very gentle pressuring. Lucas pressured Peyton in a way that's not okay. A, a, a guy who loves you isn't supposed to do that to you. And, and the betrayal that comes out of that 
for him to then throw on her evenly, it does, it does from girl camp, it feels upset. <laughs> what do you, what's the, um, what do you mean when you say the pressure that he's putting on her? Like what Hillary's talking about, how that character was written for episodes and episodes and episodes. We're meant to be together. We're meant to you be together. You do want to be with me, right? You do. He, he goes at her physically when she is in a state of vulnerability, dissociative trauma. Her dad might be dead. She has to go to the morgue and see a dead body. Yeah. And it's just so, it's a kind of pressure. It is again, and I, I know this stuff can be very triggering, but it's, we've all been taught to fear the like, scary guy in the alley, the like horrible thing that can happen, you know, a sexual assault, like Lauren or SVU style. And what we've come to find is that so many more women who experience that experience it from an intimate partner or as a date rape scenario. And, and the energy of this, while I'm not saying that that's what was written for Lucas to do to Peyton, what I am saying is it's on the spectrum of intimate partner abuse. And it's it's really hard to watch. It's taking advantage of someone who needs a friend really bad. You know, I mm-hmm. don't doubt, like, Lucas and Peyton are endgame. They obviously yeah. saw something in each other. They found safety in each other. It is a very messy, bumpy road to get there. Yeah. And they're teenagers. They're teenagers. Yeah. You're supposed to screw up. But what he is doing Hi, baby. is not okay in 2021. And he admits it in this yeah. episode at the bar. Yeah. You know, we caught so much shit for calling out Lucas in these episodes for doing this exact thing. And then literally he's in the bar with Nikki and she says, do you got a girlfriend? And he says, well, I had two. You know, like, what? <laughs> he admits it. So for all of you who yeah. gave me an earful, I see you and I raise yeah. you. A Night of the Blue Post, where he admits it in this episode. So I feel vindicated, yeah. personally. Absolutely. And listen, I like what you said. You know, these two characters, the really magical stuff we see in the beginning is why Lucas and Peyton are endgame. It's why they wind up in a good place. But I think what's hard for us as women, who, as as we've also talked a lot about, it's 2021, we have more language, more understanding, more data. We understand the nuance of abusive relationships and all of these things, these themes we're talking about in the show. And to look back on it, it it's not just like cringy. It, it, it's hard to watch yeah. because we see things that are toxic being modeled as romantic. Yeah. I think it's, it's, yeah. And it's also like, guys, we, you know, we, we also saw behind the scenes from people who were in the position of writing this stuff, mm-hmm. a lot of toxic um, behavior, behavior, <laughs> communication, um, just outlook on the world, outlook on women. We saw all that happening in real time, in real life. And knowing yeah. that those people were the ones, some of those people were the ones in charge mm-hmm. of writing the material that we were performing. It's, it is a little harder for us to just look at it objectively and say, yeah. oh, Lucas was blah, 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 or just this or just that, because we know what was behind yeah. the the, the personalities uh, writing some of this stuff. And yeah. so um, so if it seems like we're exaggerating or, you know, over, blow, uh, blowing it out of proportion, we have a we have a uh, behind the, you know, the scrim perspective. The great that, Oz. I think, yeah, I was going to say, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain, <laughs> but please do, like, please do see, yeah. that, you know, 
this is a little bit more than just what was on screen. And so I think that's yeah. a lot of what we're reacting to. And um, and it's also a good thing for people to to think about in real life too, as they're as they're um, going about their relationships and and um, scenarios where. I don't know if it's partnerships or friendships or whatever. It just to All recognize that there's always, it's it's always a little bit more than just what you see on the surface. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point, Joy. I'm glad that you said well that. Well said. Yes. Yeah. It's you know the the one <laughs> it, it was so dark for the first few scenes of this episode because we were all just grimacing and then it was the scene in the cafe <laughs> with Joy where she <laughs> she says the line. <laughs> it was just like old times. Minus one spleen, and I fell. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. Like, Haley did not have anything to do this episode. Everybody else no. is, like, dealing with, like, chaos and having sex on carousels, and Haley's just like, <laughs> hey, you guys, here's show, show Crow's in town. Show Crow? <laughs> did you know Show Crow's in town? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who's going to guest star in this episode. Interesting. Also, let's just be real. First of all, the, the hilarity of trying to win tickets on ebay on and you're like the DSL, ebay snipers dsl yeah i've got a high speed internet connection sweet baby nathan oh my god and wow and the like purity of the less technical times yeah. matched to you at the end when she's like how much do i owe you for the coffee when nathan's like you're being so awkward and you go <laughs> ah, a song a, a cup of song <laughs> like <laughs> He's so bold. Can you imagine someone actually saying that to Cheryl Crow? I love that about her. I Haley. love that about her. She totally would do that. So I play this little game every morning where I leave the house looking decrepit. And then I drop my children off at school. And then I get to my office and I take out a nice, cute little bag that came with my Thrive Cosmetic order and with just a couple of products, I'm able to look like a normal, happy, healthy human again. It's incredible. I love these products. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Now, a few of my favorite products include their incredible Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner. It's easy-to-use waterproof pencil, holds like wax, and blends like a powder. Just line brows to give them some structure and create natural-looking strokes of hair to fill in sparse brows. It comes with a spoolie brush to lift and tame brows after applying the pencil, and there are eight shades to choose from that adjust to your natural brow color for a perfect match every time. Now, my other favorite product, I've been talking about this forever, is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. Their unique formula creates tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. And it's super easy to remove, you guys. This is my favorite part. It just slides right off with warm water, doesn't leave smudges, doesn't pull your eyelashes out. It's incredible. Its nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash drama. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash drama for 10% off your first order. I think this is such a brilliant invention and I wish somebody had come up with it earlier, but I'm glad we have it now. 
you know, I've been doing theater since I was a little kid. My mom has yeah. all these videotapes of me and all these productions. And then we also have all of our family movies and all of the family photo albums and all of the everything that just takes up so much space. And I'm so grateful that Legacy Box created this whole platform to be able to condense these amazing memories down into something that's actually tangible and easy to access. Well, and with Mother's Day fast approaching, it is a great gift for the whole family. So you can relive moments like wedding days, first steps, or the embarrassing haircut you had in the 90s. You can <laughs> reconnect with your family's history and hear your grandmother's voice again for the first time. Yes, the process is so easy. You just send in your legacy box filled with old VHS tapes, camcorder tapes, and pictures, and their team professionally digitizes everything by hand in the USA, you'll get everything back on the cloud or a thumb drive along with your originals. It's so easy. Yeah. I mean, again, the VHSs, my my new project is that I found Jeffrey's big, huge storage containers of VHS, and oh. he was making TV shows in the late 80s, early 90s that I never got to see. This so is my good. chance. So All of his pilots that never, that never girl, aired, right? I love oh. those old beta tapes. Yes. <laughs> so you guys can do this too. Join over 1.5 million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Just go to LegacyBox.com slash drama to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. That's LegacyBox.com slash drama. Friends, we need a second to talk about Squarespace. Squarespace has so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of the product features that I love is their asset library. You can upload, organize, and access all of your content from one place. With the new Asset Library, you're able to manage all of your files from one central hub and use them across the Squarespace platform. They also have flexible website templates, so you can get started with one of their professional website templates with designs for every category and use case. Then you just customize your look, update content, and add features to fit your unique needs. You can make any Squarespace template do what you want. So your idea, your brand, or your business stands out online on every device. Plus, they will make selling your products on an online store a breeze. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Nothing is more fun for me than decorating, whether it's like I've moved, I have to go on location somewhere, or my friends are moving. I just want to design people's houses. <laughs> it's happy. And you know, like a place goes from just being you know, like a box you live into a home. Only Wayfair has everything you need to bring that mm. vision to life. I can attest to this personally. I am on this site all the time finding amazing things for my home. Wayfair is the place to shop for everything home from sofas and beds to dining sets and decor. No matter your style or budget, there is a Waberhood in every zip code brought to life by everyone who makes their home truly their own with Wayfair. A huge selection of home goods ranging from appliances and area rugs to beds and wall art. Everything you need for your living room, outdoor areas, bedroom and more. Wayfair makes it easy with fast and free shipping, even on the big stuff. And they'll even help you set it up. Every style is welcome in the Waberhood. Visit Wayfair.com or get the Wayfair mobile app. 
That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayfair, every style, every home. Oh gosh, I'm so excited whenever we get these offers. I love using my coupons that I virtually clip out for Thrive because they have all these options of things that I can't find in my local grocer. And the one thing everyone has to do is grocery shop, right? So why not do it from the comfort of your couch? And for me, that's where Thrive Market comes in. Totally agree. Thrive Market is my go-to for all of my grocery and my household essentials. And the convenience of getting everything online and then quick ship to my doorstep, huge time saver. I love that Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories, and I use their online filters to suit my lifestyle needs. So whether you're looking for organic kid snacks or low sugar alternatives or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks to make simpler, healthier swaps. Not only do we all save time shopping as Thrive Market members, but I love that I save money on every single grocery order. I mean, on average, it's over 30% savings every single time. Whether that's pantry staples, like you said, like, you know, peanut butter and coconut oil, or I am getting the gluten-free snacks I'm actually supposed to be eating. It really (laughs) makes a big difference. (laughs) When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. So save time and money. Shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash drama for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash drama. Thrivemarket.com slash drama. Has anyone pulled that on you in real life? Has anyone tried to barter with you? No. Mm -mm. I don't know what I would do. Somebody was like, if you sing for me right now, I'll give you whatever, blah, blah, blah. If I give you this curry, Joy, this curry that you enjoyed for dinner, for free, will you sing us a song? Free curry. I'd have to be really in the mood. I'd have to be in the mood. But Cheryl Crow was in the mood. She was so sweet when she came in. Oh. Um, I, a lot of people were there. Everybody kind of. We all of showed cast. up. We were hiding in corners. Actually, guys, I said that when we watched the episode for everybody listening at home. We all were shocked because that Karen's Cafe was more packed than it's ever been for anything. And then we realized in the scene that it was supposed to be empty. (laughs) But we all remember that night as like a hundred people being there because we were. We were just hiding off camera. Yeah. Where were we? I feel like we were all tucked away in the corners of uh, actually over by where the table was where um, Moira Mm -hmm. and I and Chad all had that one Mm -hmm. scene earlier. I think everybody was kind of on that side. And we were like, people were sitting on the bar and behind the bar because the dollies, the big the big um, pieces of equipment, y'all, that the cameras rest on, uh, they're kind of like big, heavy wagons. The dollies were in front of the actual countertop. And so mm-hmm. we were all, I mean, people were might as well have been hanging from the rafters trying to watch her sing. <laughs> she and really thought we were such <laughs> dorks. How much totally. money did they have to pay Cheryl Crow to come on to oh season my one of One Tree Hill? I'll tell you one thing that was in her deal that I know had to have been in her deal was that she scored the whole episode. Like they used her. I don't know if she scored it, but like they used only her music for the whole episode. It was only her songs. Yeah. That makes sense. So smart. Yeah, I would have done that. And her guitarist, Jeff, is somebody actually I ended up writing with um, a a couple years later, a year or so later uh, (gasps) when I got my contract with Epic Records. I remember that. Yeah. They hooked me up with that guy, Jeff. And he was such a sweetheart. We wrote some fun stuff together. Um, 
And I was just super stoked to be working with anybody that had worked with Cheryl. Oh Gray. My I mean, God. besides Billy Joel, she was like my my Ugh. mecca. Did you I use her music her. as audition songs? Because I did. Oh, yeah, and karaoke songs. Oh, girl. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember all the time. There was like a girl group that was getting like formulated in the 90s in DC at the Kennedy Center. That's where they were doing the auditions. And I had to go audition, right? And my <gasps> first audition song was like an Ace of Bass song. And they were like, you did it, kid. You did it. Uh, you're coming back for a callback, you know. And it was it was so gross and like predatory. And oh, but no. then my callback song was all I want to do is have some fun. And oh, yes. and it's it's so cool that she came on our show because she imprinted on us what in like our middle mm. school years, right? Oh, yeah. like, Majorly. You know, she's a really big deal, and I wish that. Um, we'd all gotten to hang out with her because she would have been one of those older chicks that would have imparted some wisdom. I can feel it. I think so too. I wish we could have asked her some questions. Uh, I wish so too. I mean, I wish we had been able to have more time with her and just chat, but she was really sweet. And I think we were all really nervous. I was way too nervous to talk to her about music or anything, but I should have. She had an album. I think it wasn't the Globe Sessions because that was the super popular one that really broke out, but she had one that was kind of darker. I think maybe it was just called 1996 or it was just called Sheryl Crow. I'm not sure. Well, that song Mm -hmm. is so heartbreaking. First Cut is the Deepest. Like, Oh, yeah. That I've I've cried to that song. I want to say mm-hmm. there was a breakup during our One Tree Hill tenure that involved that song breaking my heart mm-hmm. over and over again. And yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, um, she was mm-hmm. amazing. You know what else I loved in this episode? I loved the. I mean, I know it's a rough time. You know, Peyton and Brooke, by the way, winding up drinking together. Cheersing that Lucas went home with another girl is <sighs> so. Again, the writing is so insane. But what? Hillary, we did a great job in that scene. To be no, <laughs> you know, here's the thing. If we got to hang out at Blue Post all night, we had a great time. We had a great yeah. time. It was fine. We were like definitely playing skee ball when they were changing <laughs> camera lenses for sure. Yeah. But I I did love the the kind of sweet, quiet moment with our other favorites. We were robbed with Peyton and Jake. And you making the mobile for Jenny was really, really cute. But again, so this show like sped through stuff, you know, Joy made such a good point when we were watching the episode. She's like, God, you know, you talked about Succession. Yeah. One of my favorite shows on HBO. Mm -hmm. So what's what I love about Succession and it's not everyone's cup of tea. No, no show is. But um, I, I what I really love about Succession is that you get to know the characters. And even though they all sort of have these, they're all kind of bad they're guys awful. in a way. <laughs> they're but, awful. Yeah, yeah. But you, you fall in love with them because of their humanity, because it takes so long to see things unfold that in between all the bad choices, you see the good possibilities. I mean, it's the reason mm. that we people fall in love with with uh, unhealthy partners, right? Because you see all the good possibilities right, right before the horrible yeah. choice that There's they There's seven good make. days before that eighth bad day. Right. Oh, yeah. And, and, but what's great about it is it draws you in. It, it uh, triggers that part of the human brain that loves a cliffhanger because we want to solve a mystery. We want to see what's going to happen. And TV has really leveled up. And why Succession is an example of that yeah. is because they really take a long time. It's a slow burn to reveal all of these story points and the and the plot points as they twist and turn, and mm. and uh, w- the more I watch our show, the more I'm getting whiplash with yeah. all of the 
how fast everything so is fast. happening. And it's a shame because we've got good actors, we've got interesting characters, we've got yeah. a beautiful setting and a mm. great setup for story. But because we're blowing through it so fast, we're missing out on um, mm-hmm. the anticipation and the, the yeah. you know, all the, all the excitement that you get from just slowly wandering through a journey and then b- boom, getting surprised by a twist and turn. How good, how juicy would it have been if for two or three whole episodes, we saw Keith stressing about money, going through other avenues of trying to get a loan, admitting it to Karen, her looking at her finances, figuring out what would happen if she took out a second mortgage on the cafe, him saying, I'm not going to let you do it. The the slow burn, the slow burn, the slow burn. Dan finding out ahead of time and like yes. plotting and waiting And what to if see? Dan let people think like he really was going to do the right thing? What if we thought yes. for two yeah. episodes Dan was going to do the right yes. thing? And, and then the, oh, he's your boss, that guy showed up. Uh-huh. It, would, it would hurt so much worse. It would be yeah. so much deeper. And what about introducing uh, uh, Nikki yeah. three, three episodes before with like these weird little moments and she's in and out and we're like, oh, we've mm-hmm. got this new character and who is she and why is who she is here? That? And yeah. And the reveal. Yeah. It's just a lot. I mean, do you guys think it was because we were constantly on the bubble and always afraid yes. that like they were always afraid that we were going to get canceled. So they were just trying to shove everything in. hundred yeah, percent. Here's what's also insane is that now that we've spoken to so many other people who were on shows in the same era as our show, everyone was always told they were on the bubble and it was a, it was a ploy. It wasn't a real thing. Like, <laughs> isn't it, That sucks so bad guys. It's like finding out about Santa. It's just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? We could have been having fun instead of stressed. Instead out. of being so scared all the time. Wah, wah. Well, so the Jake of it all is hard mm. for me because I see how much fun I'm having with Greenberg. I see how much fun Peyton and Jake are having together, but Peyton literally just dive bombed her one friendship, like her one true Mm. love, Brooke. You know, that relationship has imploded over Lucas and Peyton's already like watching movies with Jake. I just Mm. it as a former teenage girl, I was a teenage girl, believe it or not. (laughs) When you were in love with someone you don't automatically get your head turned by someone else when it falls apart. There is a mourning process. And I think having so many male writers was a detriment because that Mm -hmm. process was never really explored. You know, Brooke just goes straight to like scorched earth um, and is like, I'm going to destroy everything. And you're the loser Mm -hmm. and you're a loser and you're a loser. You know, Peyton went from being with Nathan to being sort of with Luke right away. And then now all of a sudden it's like this Jake thing is happening. And it's like, Mm. is her only value in being with a person, like being with a dude? Um, Mm. That's hard. That's, I mean, I'm sure that's something that we deal with in real life, but I would have appreciated if Jake had gotten the respect he deserved. And there would have been a little bit of breath between the, you know, chapters of dudes. Mm. Yeah. That's a great point. I I do think it's interesting when people say, you know, why is representation so important? It's stuff like this. You know, if there had been more women in positions of power, I think maybe that would have been different. I think maybe someone would have said, you got to give her a minute. Like she's going to go home and cry into her pillow. Right. That's the scene we're missing. Like where's Peyton at home weeping over this? Yeah. 
By the way, where was Brooke's opportunity to like weep over this? Yeah, Brooke never cries, right? Like at home by herself. And it's weird. And it's like. And if she's not going to cry, if she's the kind of person that's going to refuse, I won't allow this to get me Mm -hmm. so sad or whatever. I want to know about that. And I want to know why. Why is she like that? You know? Yeah. Also, did you guys have nosy teachers at school? Um, No. No, I had a camp counselor once who I thought was. Sweet. Like, she was invested a little bit more than others, but I didn't have nosy teachers. My teachers knew every boy that I kissed, every boy that I talked to. What? Like, my teachers always knew what I was involved in. And so when it great. Oh, it was so great. And when it would go sideways, like, they were completely invested in it. Like... Aww. And it was incredibly sweet, you know? And so they would pull you aside lovingly. And, like, try to give you some good advice and, you know, steer you in the right direction. There's there's nobody at Tree Hill High that is saying either to the girls, like, babe, this ain't worth it. This ain't it. Or, conversely, like, saying to Lucas, dude, you were trying to date two girls at once. Like, that's gross. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. why? Whitey's just concerned about his position on the team and their winning record, yeah. you know? You know what? I wonder if that's why it lands on us and and made us all so upset watching this because there is no one not only holding any of these kids to account, but even just giving them advice. I mean, you said it. Even Karen's like, oh, kid, cute. Oh, my God. That's the worst. Her son. Yeah. Okay. So at the end of this night, Lucas has has pissed off both girls. He's gone missing. He left his phone at home, so he's unreachable. He has gone to a bar. He's reeking of alcohol. He's drinking on his pain meds. He goes and he (laughs) has sex with a stranger on a carousel in a mall, breaking and entering. And then when he comes home- He has way too much bronzer on. (laughs) For God's sake. When he comes home, his mother doesn't say, where the hell were you? Why do you smell like beer? Why do you smell like this Mm-mm. cheap perfume? You know, she's no, like, he gets away with it. She's like, Luke, I'm so glad we've had this talk. This was productive. <laughs> <laughs> like wherever my He's son like, is right now, ain't happening, bro. Not happening. No way. God, no. God. How do we fix it? You guys? I mean, how do we like, how do we look with rose colored glasses on this episode? Well, I don't know if we look on this episode with rose-colored glasses. But I will say, it helps me to know where we're going. Yeah. It helps me to know yeah. who these characters turn into. It helps me to know that even though there was a clearly, like, misogynistic, abusive, gross lens on this episode, yeah, our show does supersede that. Yeah. It does learn over the years to advocate better for, for women and for us, like not always, not, you know, we are very honest about the flaws here, but I, I have to say that that's kind of the only way I can deal with it. And I will say, I will say the one sort of stellar moment for me in the, in the mess of how so many people get treated in this episode, I actually did think there was great writing in the scene where Lucas comes to Brooke. Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes. You oh, we love that it. scene. That's a good scene. You know, we, I'm just going to put it out there. We had been pushing back for the first yeah. 15 episodes of this season. We were like, 
don't take our clothes off and don't like don't make us do weird stuff. And this episode felt a little bit like, okay, you girls want to be the prudes. Cool. We'll let you be the Mm -hmm. prudes and we'll bring in someone else. And the performances that came out of that between Barbara Mm -hmm. and between you ripping Lucas a new asshole and between Joy being this like great plucky best friend that is like, why are you being so weird? You know, that scene (laughs) in the cafe between you and Lucas and Karen is fantastic. You know, you kept the levity of the show going. And so I like watching the female performances in spite of what was on the page. It it makes me feel good about what we did as a unit. Me too. And it's interesting to find, like you said, Joy, the rose colored glasses for me are the winds inside of the mess and, and kind of the eye of the storm of this for me is a girl finally beginning to know her worth. And when Mm. Brooke looks at Lucas and says, I used to feel inferior to you. And she realizes that she let all these ideas, she felt small around this boy. She felt like she wasn't smart enough or good enough or well-read enough or didn't know enough about music. And she just looks at him and is like, but I'm a good person and you're not. Mm. Right now, yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, God, that's a win for girls who've, been through whatever version of this. And I don't know, that might, if we're doing roses and thorns and the whole episode is a thorn, <laughs> that would be my rose. <laughs> Do you know what my rose is? Um, Nikki in the bar with her pickup lines was yes! so dreamy for me. When she says, nice eye contact, um, that was a pickup line that I'd never heard before, friends. Me neither. No. Yeah. No, I've also never seen that magic trick before. <laughs> Wait, but here's the I thing. Have. Somebody, really? somebody in the writer's room was like, I know a magic trick. We got to work it into the episode. This 100%, is hot. hundred percent. Somebody's kid did it in science class. They brought it into the writer's room and showed everybody. And they were like, we got to put this in this show. And also she's just playing with matches the whole time. Like She's a pyromaniac. She was a pyromaniac. Sophia, while we watched that, was like, she's bad. (laughs) (laughs) She plays with fire. She's bad. Yeah. Well, because you were like, why does she keep lighting things on fire? And I was like, it's how we know she's bad. Like, who did this? (laughs) So great. But by the way, hats off to Emmanuel. Who we love. We love love her. her. And she came in and, and she just... She committed to everything, but you can see on her face that she always felt like she had the upper hand. Yeah. Yeah, she always felt in control. She was. And, you know, it's funny because we had been pushing back and we had been saying we feel really uncomfortable. And the big threat was, well, we'll, we'll, we'll bring in somebody else. And Emmanuel was like, these girls are little girls. I'm a grown up. And she was playing yeah. someone over yeah. 18. You know, mm-hmm. that's the yes. difference. Yeah. Yeah. And she was like, I... I like myself. I look badass. I feel great about this. And we were like, oh my God, she's amazing. More yeah. power to her. Yeah. We love her. I think they thought yeah. we were going to hate her. And instead, no. <laughs> we loved I her. So I think we were all like drawn to her. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I had lunch with her one time and she was so like, just in the middle of the shoe, we just went out and grabbed some lunch and she was like, she's just so interesting. So well-traveled, so yeah. well-read. Yeah. She's very magnetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really liked her. I liked her a lot, too. Why didn't we keep her? Well, you know, who knows? So, haha, joke's on them. My rose is um, (laughs) also Brooke at the door. (laughs) I love, 
I loved, I just loved that moment. I really yeah. did. And it, and mm. it still spoke to the girl inside of me that gets nervous around men I'm attracted to. And I should like, my tongue swells up six sizes because I don't know how to talk. And I'm like, I don't know what to do with myself. Wait, is that your tell? Is that how we know you like somebody now when we're I'm all together? <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're on to you now, Joy. <laughs> no, it doesn't actually. But I do get, I do kind of clam up and I get, I just start to feel I don't know. It's like, it's a little girl thing of feeling inferior and feeling like I'm not mm. good enough for whatever reason. Um, I'm working on it, guys. <laughs> but, but I loved that moment at the door. That, that really was so cool for me to watch. Mm. And it still spoke to me even all these years later. Loved it. You did a really good job with that, that. Soph. That was... Yeah. Thanks. And we were all so cold and stressed out this episode. I can see the stress on <laughs> all of us in this episode. And... Mm -hmm. Guys, like knowing what a wet North Carolina winter feels like and all of our <sighs> hands are in our pockets and our bodies are just like super tense and we can't move our mouths. Um, <laughs> it just ugh, cursed episode. Is that we, yeah. we'll call this the cursed episode. That'll be the title of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, Love exactly. That. This one is cursed. Cursed. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? So I saw that Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now online and in-store. I love that. For the entire month of May, join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. I really appreciate that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Plus, you can help to support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to AAPI scholarships. AAPI is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. So join us by rounding up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support AAPI scholars and educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Do you know that this has been a tradition in my family for many years? Uh, my mother used to love pecan sandies from Keebler. She Aww. would bring them home and I would find her in the kitchen taking a little nibble on a stressful day. <laughs> and I love it. I love it so much. I've adopted it myself. I love coming home and just taking a moment to step away from all the daily expectations and enjoy a little, little Keebler sandy. Listen, you know I love a snack break, and Keebler Sandies are perfect for that. They are buttery shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, Joy's favorite pecans, and almonds. Mm. Each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. 
The delicate sweetness, the buttery flavor, the crumbly texture, they make Keebler Sandies the perfect pairing with your coffee or tea. Whether you're enjoying Keebler Sandies as an afternoon snack, serving them at a party, or simply indulging in some me time, they are a classic shortbread cookie that brings simple pleasure to every bite. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat that will keep you going. Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandies shortbread cookie and enjoy a simple moment of comfort. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. So therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. Yeah. I've had uh, plenty of times in my life and seasons where I have needed a safe space where I could just uh, know that there was no judgment. I could just sort of dump out whatever I was thinking. And sometimes mm -hmm. even just hearing myself say things out loud made it mm -hmm. easier to go, wait a second, actually, I don't believe that. Why am I carrying that narrative around in my brain? But yeah. it doesn't always feel easy to say that kind of stuff to friends or people you're in relationship with. So I love therapy for that reason and many more. I do too. I totally agree, especially because... Therapy is a dedicated chunk of time. Like for me, it's an hour a week where I really focus on my self-care. It's like, I think of it as a, you know, gym for my brain and my heart. And it's so important mm. to take care of yourself in that way. And like you said, Joy, you can't always unburden on your friends. And I think a lot of us sometimes don't talk about what's going on with us because we feel guilty asking somebody yeah. to help us work through something. But that's literally a therapist's job. And I think that's why it works so well. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com drama today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash drama. Ooh, honey, you know that I can't wear fancy shoes with a dress. I am a boots and dress woman. So now that festival and concert season are going to be all about boots, Tacova's must be your stop before attending your next concert, you guys. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparels, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. This is so important. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles, and the smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized, and with regular live music and events, there is no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to the store, just visit tacovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Do we have any listener questions? Oh, that's a great yeah. idea. Okay, this one's from Alexa. Alexa asks, I've always wondered what it was like for each of you. When the show grew in popularity, what was the most overwhelming part of your stardom? Was there anything you had to change about your daily routines? 
Oh, interesting. Hmm. Um, I was, I mean, I don't know. We were living in Wilmington, so it's a little different. Sophia, you were in LA more than any of us. Was LA a different, like? No, LA was actually always easier just because there's more industry and people seem to care less. Um, mm-hmm. I I can certainly go first because I, I think I'm probably the person with the worst um, yeah. social anxiety. <laughs> that... Baby, (laughs) we'll take care of you. I'm like, outside is hard. Um, That was always really hard for me because there was this, what I realized was that there was an expectation for me to be like loud and into it and wanting to party like Brooke. And um, I, I, I love to go out and adventure with groups of people I know, but the, um, the, the, the inward bound from strangers was really hard for me. And I, I actually, that apartment that I loved so much, I had to move. Oh, that's because right. Because people, people figured out that I lived there and then I could never get into my home without someone literally standing in between me and my front door. And when you're a single girl being alone <sighs> for the first time. That's so scary. Yeah, it made me feel really, really unsafe. And I, I still feel like deeply unsafe when just normal boundaries aren't respected, but that was pretty scary. So yeah, I mean, my daily routine was I had to move out of my apartment and move somewhere else. So that's kind of a bummer. Hillary, did you have any? Well, I think Peyton helped me establish boundaries because I'd been Mm. the VJ at MTV that would like go out into Times Square and be in the crowd. And I was always with people and it was not a big deal Mm. when people would be touching me. And I will say that like post 9-11... I probably had some PTSD about it. Um, yeah. Big crowds became really scary to me because it was a threat. It was like a danger. And yeah. I didn't ever think that I would be the thing that a crowd would collect around, that like mm. us filming oh. together would be the thing. Because yeah. before I was always the person just covering the crowd, if that makes sense. Mm. I was peripheral. And so mm-hmm. when we kind of got thrust into the center of things, that was terrifying because there wasn't ever an exit strategy. And I'm always the person that's looking for an exit strategy. And so that Mm -hmm. was kind of weird. But because Peyton was so confrontational and so flip, you know, it, it afforded me the luxury of being able to do that in real life. And so if someone was crossing boundaries, I could say, Hey, fuck you. And like they laugh because I was in character and it was what they wanted, wow. you know? And so oh it it gave me a lot of freedom to be ornery in a way that was protective. Um That's which I, awesome. I, I, I still that. utilize that. <laughs> like naturally. I wish I had that luxury. Yeah, you were the nice girl. I know everybody expected yeah. Haley to be so nice, but I I also grew up with a lot of issues with boundaries, but my way of dealing with it was not to I I, I would go on the offense and like it, it I would I, I was rude. I was I was just like, <laughs> don't invade my space, leave me alone. Don't, you know, I, I don't and I think also I was a New Yorker before I mm-hmm. before I got this show. I mean, I had lived in LA for a year, but I grew up in Jersey and in the city, and like mm-hmm. I, I was felt like a New Yorker. And in New York, people aren't weird about it. It's just like, hey, girl, I watch you on my stories. You know, like love seeing you. Hey, I watch you on my you're stories. Like, hey, yeah, you're like, what's up? You know, and you just say, hey, what's up? And you keep on walking. But yeah, having people, yeah, find out where you live, follow the van home, um, which happened a lot in Wilmington. Um, 
you know, people in restaurants coming up and talking to you in the middle of your meal and you're trying to have a private conversation. And I didn't know how to handle it. I didn't know what to do. And my, Mm. my answer to feeling suddenly forced into uh, a situation I didn't want to be in was to shut it down immediately. I didn't, Mm. I had, didn't have the tools to learn how to be gracious about it or, you know, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You know, I'm just having a private moment right now, but I'd love to come talk with you afterward, you know, or, or whatever. I didn't didn't have those tools. I didn't know. There was no one to teach us that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that was, that was hard. It was, that was a long lesson to learn uh, because you just don't know what to do. What do you do? And I don't know. It's awkward. Yeah. It, it, it takes a long time to learn what those boundaries are. And by the way, we're all pleasers. All three of us are pleasers. Mm -hmm. And so it is hard. Yeah, it's really hard. And it's hard also to learn how to set a boundary and then not lose sleep for the next three nights feeling guilty about it. Oh, yes. You know, and I I think I finally had to realize if, if, you know, a friend of mine said this to me was like, if you worked at a tech company and eight people were over your shoulder, tapping you on the shoulder going, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? You'd be like, stop it. Yeah. But like, for some reason, when you're an entertainer, you're not supposed to do that. And so I had to learn what, what my boundaries were. Like, I'm not going to get up from my meal with my family, but if you're here when we're done, I'll see you at the door. Like things that could create that. (laughs) But it's also, you've got, I mean, it might be like, you you could be nice to the first three people and then the fourth person and then the fifth person. And by you get to the yeah. time you get to the seventh person in the day and you're just you're like tired of being interrupted and maybe you're having a hard day and maybe there's some crazy shit happening in your life. Mm-hmm. It's just, Oh my God, hard. that's joy. That's the worst when you've got shit happening in your life, which by the way, we were oh. in our early twenties. There was shit happening oh, in our yeah. life every other every day. day. And, so, and so having to do that and also be like pleasing and like, Hey everybody. Yeah, of course I want to take, take a yeah. picture. I loved taking pictures with people, but then I also, I mean, I don't think it's a secret. I started smoking too, because I realized that if I was smoking, no one would talk to me. And I was like, Oh, oh, really? Oh my God, Joy. What? Wow. What is this magic trick? When I would hang out, because Peyton can do bad things, because Peyton Sawyer's a bad girl. Her and Nikki should have fallen in love wow. instead of falling in hate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing. It's like, and I wasn't even smoking half the time. I was just like holding it because when you're doing that, you're unapproachable. Right. But if you're just standing outside looking wow. at your phone or like doing whatever, you're totally approachable. And so, yeah, if you want to carry around a pack of Virginia Slims and look and look real unapproachable, that's the trick. Wow. Yeah. I had no idea. That's a good, that's a good trick. Yeah. Sometimes people will post pictures of those days on the internet and I'm so embarrassed, but I'm also like, you know what? I was 22. What do you want from me? I was a mess. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. Whatever. I'm a grown up now. What a great question. It's, it's fun to think about that stuff. It's also a little cringy because I know I was, I'm sure that I was rude to some people that I wish I hadn't been. Probably I, not, like, was Joy. too hard to, I was just like, you know, shut it down and nope, I can't. Nope. Sorry. No, thank you. Don't, you know, I'm busy or whatever. Cause I just didn't, you know, whatever. We didn't know. Well, but I, I think it's also, it is really worth repeating that you can't be all things to all people at all times. And especially in a town like ours, there's two sides to every coin, right? And like, what an amazing thing that during spring break weeks, we'd have 500 people outside. Oh my God, I forgot about spring break. You know, well, but to realize how much your show means, but also you can't get through town with 500 people following you around. 
there's a point where you have to go, you got to back up. You got to stop. I, I'm just, I can't. Also working, like we're working long hours and, and going out and chit-chatting with fans. It yep. actually sucks a lot of energy out of us, but then we also have to still go back and do our job, which is why mm-hmm. I hardly ever went out and took photos with fans because it's not because I was opposed to it. It was that I knew how much energy it would suck out of me. And I knew that I still had a whole day's, day of workload ahead of me mm-hmm. that I wouldn't be able to do my job properly if I had like released all that energy t- out to other people. Well, especially because you're an introvert, you know, like, yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. It, it sucks a lot of energy out of me. I made it kind of my thing where I was like, at, at work, I will come when I can. And outside of here, please respect my personal life. Yeah. So it it made, it was the thing that actually made me feel free being able to go do that. Um, we have one other question from Kristen that is, when you had musical artists on the show, did you ever get to talk or hang out with them? Um, you know, I feel like we've talked about Gavin. Like Gavin came to play mm. pool with us at the bars. Um, yeah, yeah. Who else? I mean, I had a mega crush on Grace Potter. and Oh, yeah. She was awesome. Girl. Yeah. And she best. came out with, like, me and Beth Crookham, I think, one night. And yeah. I was just like, oh, my God. She's so cool. She's so cool. Yeah, I loved her. The folks who stayed on the show a bit, I mean, we were all too scared to say anything to Sheryl Crow. But as the years went on... You know, Kate Vogel became a character. Oh my God, yeah. Tyler, Tyler Hilton was a yeah. character. So it was so fun because we got to have Pete Wentz. Didn't oh my God, for sweet longer Pete. Than one oh, like we got to have all these wonderful relationships and friendships with people who initially came on the show for their music. Yeah. And don't forget Bethany Joy Lenz. <laughs> Bethany <laughs> Joy Lenz. Uh, I liked our fake music friend, Kevin Federline. Like, Oh, yeah. Kevin lip synced. He did not really sing on the show. And we'll tell that story when we get there because it's one of my favorite stories from the show. Um, But we went out to, oh, what was that bar that was on the corner of Front Street? And then like where Riverview Suites are. All I remember is being in this bar very late at night and Kevin Federline buying everyone shots and being so lovely and so fun and so like he was awesome. He was I was so mad they cast him and then he ended up being so lovely. And so Oh, Nick Lachey was really great too, by the way. Remember Nick came on. We had a good run. We had a good run with the We did. Oh, what fun we had. Okay, so here's my question to piggyback that. Um, if we could have any musical performer on that would also have to have dinner with us and hang out with us after the fact, (gasps) (laughs) who would we have? Oh. Oh man. This is really tough, Hillary. I know. I no. Listen, I only ask the hard-hitting questions. That's hard. Pete Yorn, I feel like, would be cool to chill with. Are you going to kiss Pete Yorn? I don't know. I, I, haven't, <laughs> I don't even, I haven't listened to his music in many, many years, but I don't know why his name just popped up. I looked up Pete Yorn not long ago, Joy, and he has the same exact hair that he had in 2000, like the, oh, really? the long <laughs> hair. And I was like, God bless. Oh, that's awesome. I hear Sean Mullins is pretty cool, too. Remember that I, guy? 
Guys, I just want to have dinner with Stevie Wonder. So I pick Stevie Wonder. Aww. Ooh, I yeah. Love that's him. a good one. Wouldn't that be amazing? I mean, look, I, w- I had an answer, but you said Stevie, and my brain went straight to Stevie Nicks, and I was like, oh. Yes. yes, the queen witch I mean, there's herself. so many legends. There's so many legends. Well, I was going to say Boy George, because when I was <gasps> in high school, I was obsessed <sighs> with Boy George. And I think if we're going to be drama queens and add a layer of bitch to this show. Like, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. He's the queen. Um, I love that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Those are good questions. Y'all want to spin a wheel? Yeah. Let's Shall, do we, yeah. Shall we spin a most likely wheel? I mean, honestly, where did Pete Yorn come from? Why is that in my brain? I don't know, but I'm about to listen to him as soon as we're done. Now I'm going to go. I know. Now I'm going to go listen to Pete Yorn. Okay, folks. Give it to him, Soph. Uh, who, who's most likely to end up in prison? <laughs> I think in this episode, Lucas, brother, is drinking underage, <laughs> breaking and entering. Indecent exposure in a public place. Oh, yeah. Totally. You're right. Breaking the law. Yeah. Wait, who's most likely to get arrested in like... Nikki for sure would have been arrested as an accessory. So they're both going to jail. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And statutory rape. But that's a different story, guys. (laughs) We're not going to get into that. that Oh, man. I like him young. Can we live that line? Uh, That was awful. So That's gross. how you know it's a bunch of dudes being like, you know what I wish the hot girl in college had said to me when I was <sighs> in high school? Gross. Gross. So gross. I mean, in real life. In real life. Know. Most likely to get arrested, Lee Norris. <laughs> no. no. We say Lee Norris for everything, but by the way, like, <laughs> Lee is the one who at like two o'clock in the morning is like heckling from across the street like, Hey, over here. <laughs> Do we have any like hippies who would be like at the you know real? Uh, I'm sounding like such an old person calling somebody a hippie. Hippies, but, you know, people who would like stand marijuana? in picket lines and who would be like uh, you know in the front. Of, some, somebody who'd get arrested for Sophia. For, you know, Sophia's our Jane I guess Fonda. Sophia would be. <laughs> yeah, you're for oh, real yeah. gonna get arrested on a on a protest line at some point. Have you before? I've been threatened. No, I've been threatened with arrest on a protest line multiple like, times. Um, but there's just like a couple of key phrases you need to learn about your rights. And then they're like, ah, f- that one's read the law <laughs> and they move on. What are they? Uh, educate us. Oh, well, well, I'll, I'll write you up a whole, I'll write you up a whole document. There's, there's multiple to learn, but they're not Ooh. hard to memorize. Okay. Exciting. Maybe we'll post it in the stories as a resource. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> a protest resource. I like that. Oh my That's God. So good. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's All you right. and Lucas. You guys are trouble. One is political. One is perverted. I'm down. Damn the man. Damn the man. Next episode, number 17, we have <laughs> Spirit in the Night. It's going to be better, you guys. <laughs> I believe in the next episode. I believe in us. It cannot be worse than this. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, here's the thing. We all end up in such awesome places. We got to turn it around at some point, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And all hopefully right. we'll be less cold. Um, so let's see oh. how the next episode shapes up. You guys have been awesome. Thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Thanks, darlings. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at dramaqueensoth. Or email us at dramaqueens at iheartradio.com. See, see you, you next time. We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl. Drama girl. Cheering for the right team. Drama queen. Drama queen. Smart girl, rough girl, fashion. 
fashion but you're tough girl you could sit with us girl drama queens drama queens drama queens drama drama queens drama queens with the best all-inclusive vacation deals to mexico and the caribbean booking your getaway with cheap caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal whether you want to enjoy snorkeling endless margaritas and more or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was good! But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> 